Father, the blessed and mighty name of Jesus, bless your word this morning. We came because we want to be serviced by you. Lord, fill us afresh. Blow from heaven. Lord, visit from heaven. Let depression leave. The bodies of your people and the minds of your people be set free. We came not to see a man. We came not to be friends with friends. But we came in the name of the Lord. And Bible said that where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst. In-house, online, let the atmosphere be the same. Bless your people. See me and believe in amen. Bless your people today. Let every desire of the heart of your people be met in Jesus' name. And Lord, show us kindness. Show us grace. And show us mercies in the blessed and mighty name of Jesus. Let somebody on the line shout me a believing amen. My faith will not be weary in your presence. I'm made strong. Cause we know the winds from heaven. You reach you. Father, bless your word. Let your word bless us this morning. Let nobody leave you the same in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Give a clap unto the Lord. Hallelujah. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to take this opportunity to welcome each and every one of you in-house and online into today's service. And I want you see, anytime we are talking about the spirit of God, you must be in a state of expectation for anything. Hallelujah. And I'm believing strongly that by the close of service today, somebody will have an impact and an impartation from the Spirit of God that will turn everything around you for good. Same here, believing. Amen. And I want you to help me to preach the Word of God today in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, I'm talking today about led by the Spirit for empowerment. Let by the spirit for empowerment hallelujah let but can you say with me let by the spirit for empowerment ladies and gentlemen it doesn't matter how big a whale is and it doesn't matter how dangerous a whale may be when it is out of water it is powerless and it is useless now many times we want to associate the greatness of a thing to how huge and voluminous it is. But that is not really the definition of its greatness or bigness. Hallelujah. The definition of something being very great or very big is its ability to stay in its environment of originality. For example, a tree can only be a tree and it can only be a great and a big tree. When it remains in the ground. It doesn't matter how big it is. When it comes out of the ground, it is useless. So is any animal that lives in the water body. It doesn't matter how big it is. And how fierce. And how dangerous it is. It is only dangerous and it is only 
powerful as long as it remains in its original state of originality. Praise the name of Jesus. In the same way, as long as human beings are, are, are in their state or are in the original place where God intended man to be, we lose effectiveness. So many people are on earth, but they are behaving like the fish that is out of the sea. It doesn't matter how big you are. You'll be panting for air. And all your powers will be made non-effect because you are not in the state of your original placement. Now, when we talk about being led by the Spirit, we are talking about being transposed back into your state of originality. Anytime you hear a message or you hear a word, be led by the Spirit. It's not talking about working as a spiritual being because you, you are a spirit, but you are in a physical being. But when you maintain your state of original placement, you are being led by the Spirit. Because it is only in that state of original placement that your abilities are made known. Your abilities cannot... A fish cannot swim on earth. How are you going to swim on earth? Praise the name of Jesus. Your swimming ability is only relevant and is only potent as long as you remain in the water body. When we talk about being led by the Spirit, we are talking about reconnecting or being very conscious of your original place of disposition so that you will be able to fulfill. And ladies and gentlemen, listen, until you get back to being led by the Spirit, you cannot fulfill destiny. Destiny is fulfilled by people or those that are being led by the Spirit. Now, in the morning, I started by talking about the three ways that human beings are led on earth. We have those that are being led by humans or those that are being led by their flesh. Those that are, when I talk of those that are being led by humans or being led by the flesh of arm, I'm talking about people who allow certain material things to determine their state. There are some people when they don't have money, everybody around them is an enemy. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, their husbands or their wives trouble for that day. Their children cough a little. He said, why are you making noise? They are eating biscuits. He said, why are you making trash? Why are you making a mess here? Because they don't... People, many people's lives are determined by what they feel and how they, whatever surrounds them. But when your life is being determined by the Lord, it is because you are being connected to the Lord. Now, in the morning, I gave a demonstration. I used... Um, Van Dyke's uh, not stay three, but today, this afternoon, I'm going to use a Follaby Christopher's Roland RD 2000. Hallelujah! <laughs> now, <laughs> can you start playing something for me? Now, you watch it. So, uh -huh. you see that he's playing, keep playing. Now, it is a very powerful organ, it is playing very powerful. The man is anointed. Look at the way his fingers are moving. He's playing a very powerful something. But the relevance of it and the beauty of the music is not just because he's playing. It is because it is connected to a source over there. So keep playing. Don't stop it. Now he's playing a very powerful song. The spirit is moving. And all of a sudden, this one is moved. Do you see that he's still playing? He's still playing. But why is it not sounding? Because the connectivity to the source is off. If we want it to be relevant, and if we want it to assume its nature, what we need to do is to put it back here. Now, when we put it back here, he will tell me that it is loading. 
So you keep on playing. But you see, now it has been connected back to the source of power. And you, you, you hear it. So the relevance of this is not in its container. It is in its connectivity to the source of originality. Uh, you didn't get that one. Until those of you that were in first service, it is, you, are, you, are, you are being familiar with the message. Don't be familiar with the message. Because it is a revelation. <laughs> Sometimes, the first service, when they eat all the food, you know, sometimes when you have finished eating food and then you go to a party and they say that, my goodness, this is your favorite dish. You say, so when they eat from first service like that and the revelation is coming, they are just sitting there, ball like that. Please encourage me. Hallelujah. Say it is a revelation. <laughs> Hallelujah. So our relevance and our power is connected to our ability to stay in source. Hallelujah. And that is what I'm talking about. When I talk about being led by the spirit for empowerment. And ladies and gentlemen, the world in which we are now is such that without empowerment, you'll be checked out. I'm telling you. Now, in these latter days, there are so many difficult... Can we start reading from the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3? Reading from verse number 1 to 5. There are so many precarious, perilous times... You are not going to determine it. They will come. Because it is Bible prophecy. Jesus himself said it. That in the last days, difficult times will come. And he says that the love of many will wax cold. And Paul amplified and explained it and then said that, This know also that in the last days, the times in which we are, perilous times shall come. Verse 2. He said that without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, the spices of those that are good. Verse number four. He says that traitors, heedy, high-mindedness, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Verse number five. Having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such turn away. These are difficult times in which we are. And brothers and sisters, if anybody tells you that the world is going to become better, tell the person that it is a lie. Except the Bible is not true. But the Bible said that as the days approaches, things are going to be more harder, more difficult. But the good news is that as everything becomes harder and the place becomes darker, light begins to shine better. Praise the name of Jesus. You see, first, first service people are still here. I want you to go back to first service so that you can shout for me. Hallelujah. Light does not shine better in light. Amen. How many of you have gone to the sports stadium in the night before? It's beautiful. Now, it was night, but you were still seeing. Why? Because there was a floodlight, right? We call it floodlight. Now, it, it, it became necessary. And the relevance of the light was because of darkness. Amen. Light has no relevance if there is no darkness. Now, the more the world becomes darker, the more you will shine. Did you get that? He said that in the last time, there will be perilous times. The times in which we are. So when you hear things happening, you see things happening, you see challenges coming and all those things. Don't think that, ah, why me? Why me? Because it has been said. But the good news is that there is an exemption clause over your life. And an exemption clause over my life. 
And that exemption clause is being connected back to the source. When you are connected back to the source, it doesn't matter what happens around you. Ladies and gentlemen, the Lord will hold your hand and take you through in Jesus' name. And I'm seeing a, an army and a group of people that the Lord himself is helping and holding their hands because they are connected to their source of originality. Genesis chapter 1, verse number 26 to 28. One of my popular scriptures that I love. And God said, look at that. Let us make man in our image and after our likeness. Now look at why the Lord made us. So that they can have dominion over the fish of the sea. Over the fowl of the air. Over the, over the cattle and over all the earth. And over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. Look at this power that the Lord gave us. We are supposed to dominate. But ladies and gentlemen, when man fell, instead of dominating, man was being dominated. So when we talk about being led by the spirit, we are talking about understanding where to be in order for God to bring you to that point again. It is only when you are led by the spirit that you can, and that is how it happened in the book of Genesis. Adam was able to name all the animals Adam was fraternizing with all the animals. Adam was taking control of everything that God had created because he was being led by the Spirit of God. The moment Adam dissociated from being led by the Spirit of God, now he started running away from animals. The animals that he gave their names to them and gave them their nature, right? all, all of a sudden he started running away from them. In life, when you are led by the Spirit of the Lord, the things that are supposed to dominate you, you dominate them. And I'm seeing an army arising after this month who will begin to dominate and take situations. When you are led by the Spirit, you become a decision maker in the affairs of life. Get to a place, they say that things are not working. You say, because I'm here, things will work. We read a scripture about Paul. You can write it down. Acts chapter 27. Paul was a prisoner being taken to Rome to go and meet Caesar for judgment. And Bible said that whilst they were going, they started, he was a prisoner. He was among those that had been chained in the boat, in the ship. And soldiers were taking them to Rome for judgment before Caesar. He didn't have a voice. Prisoners didn't have a voice at that time. Ladies and gentlemen, they could, if, if, if they had to, they had to offload people or they had to uh, probably reduce the load. It was the prisoners that they were offload into the sea. And then all of a sudden, they started having encounters on the sea. Things were not going well. And then as they were thinking of what to do, all of a sudden, Paul rose up. And Paul said, listen to me. No life is going to be missed. Because the angel of the Lord, whose I am and who I serve, came to me last night and said, Paul, because of you, I will spare the life of everybody in the boat. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, when you are connected to the original source of power, everybody and everything around you become safe. That is why in Romans chapter 8 verse 19, now go with me to Romans chapter 8 and verse number 19. He said, for the earnest expectation of the creation, for the earnest expectation of the creature, 
wait for the manifestation of the sons of God. If the sons of God do not manifest their authority and their power and they do not assume their rightful position in life, ladies and gentlemen, everything created by the Lord suffers defeat and suffers in the hands of the devil. The devil is interested in destroying whatever God has prepared. But that is why the Lord has created you and I. That when the devil begins to operate, we put him at bay. We tell him what to do. We tell him where he belongs. In order for us to save the generation of the world. Look at Obadiah chapter 1. Verse number 17 and then verse number 21. Obadiah chapter 1 and verse number 17. But upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. He's talking about you and I being connected back to the source of originality. Being led by the spirit of God. Upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. And then there shall be holiness. And then the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. We will be connected to the original source of power. We will assume our rightful identity. This organ, this piano, this keyboard cannot function as much as it should function if it is not connected to the source of power. To be connected to the source of power is to be led by the spirit. They shall then possess their possession. And afterwards, what happens? In verse 21. Look at verse 21. He says that, now from verse number 18, of course, to 20, he's talking about when you are connected, the judgment that you can release. He said you become a fire, and the house of Esau become a stubble, and then you burn it. And then in verse number 21, he said, and saviors. Did you see saviors? So the Lord is expecting us not to be just believers, but to be saviors. You appear in every place. They must know that a savior has come there. Ah! You get to any place. Things are not going the way it's supposed to go. It must change. And from today, it is going to happen in our lives. Somebody shout me a believing amen. Say I believe it. And say I receive it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Why? Because we are being led by the spirit. Empowerment is a product of being connected to the source of your originality. And to the source of your originality is to be led by the Spirit. Say me a believing amen. So, as the world is becoming darker, it is important that we will be led by the one that knows the world. Now, at the Clarksville Church on Thursday, I asked them a simple question, which I keep on asking. I said, which of us here which of us here, including me, myself, which of us here has lived life before? Nobody has lived life before, right? We are all attempting life be for the first time. Who has lived today before? Oh, I lived today yesterday. We don't have that. We are all living today today. So it means that we are all attempting life for the first time. How can you dominate something that you have never attempted before, your first time? Except you are connected to the one that created it. That is why the Bible said that this is the day that the Lord has made. So if this is the day that the Lord has made, in order for you to be dominating in the day that the Lord has made, you must be connected to the one that made the day. How would you be able to understand the function of a gadget that you have never seen in your life? You have never used it in your life. Except you are connected to the manufacturer of that gadget. Either personally or through the manual. You read it and then all of a sudden you begin to become a genius. 
Recently, mommy told me that she wants to become um, an IT, um, what do we call it? She said she wants to become an IT person. I said, hey, woman, how are we going to do this? <laughs> Amen. Because as far as you and I are concerned, I am even better than you in IT. And then all of a sudden, she started certain courses online or on her own. Then she'll be reading this. Then she'll be doing this. Then she, Sometimes when I am going to take a nap before the prayer line, I will see her busily on this laptop. And I'll be like, won't she go and take some rest at all? Sometimes she'll be there and it will even deny me access to somebody send me a believing amen and don't pretend you don't understand what I'm talking about because when the gates of Jerusalem are closed sometimes it affects ministration <laughs> send me a believing amen all of a sudden ladies and gentlemen I saw that this woman has started making some editing and then she has started making some uh, hey <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. Empowerment, ladies and gentlemen, will come only when you are connected to the source. She decided to be connected to the source of study. She didn't know it before. She knew nothing about editing. But she just decided that even though I don't know this life, I have never lived this life before. If only I can be connected to the one that made it. Somebody brought out editing. And the person has made a school out of it. You want to know editing, just go to the school. You want to dominate in life, just be connected to the one who made life. You want to be dominating in today, connected to the one that made today. And who made today? The Lord. Bible says, for this is the day that the Lord has made. So to be led by the Spirit simply is to be connected to the source of power. That is all. Your relevance is in your connectivity. When Adam and Eve left their connectivity to God, all of a sudden, people that were being clothed with the glory of God, the glory of God was such that, <laughs> hey, hallelujah, everything was covered. All of a sudden, when the glory departed, they were now looking for fig trees and fig leaves. Man had been reduced from the authority level so that now man is trying frantically and effortlessly and in vain to make things work which were not working before. But ladies and gentlemen, in this house, things will work for you in Jesus' name. Because the Lord doesn't just want things to work for you. He said, and saviors, your household is waiting for you. Your father's house is waiting for you. Send me a believing amen. Your mother's house is waiting for you. Your in-laws are waiting for you. There is a group of people that your, their destinies are connected to your ability to take charge in life. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. There are some people whose daily bread is going to come from the company that God is going to give you. Because God, through you, is going to make many, many, many relevant in life. Say, I believe it. And that is why we have to be led by the Spirit of God. Until we are led by the Spirit of God, we cannot do exploits. Exploits are only meant for the people that are connected to the Lord. In the morning, I said, there are those that are connected by humans. I mean, there are those that are led by humans. When you are led by your own wisdom, 
when you are led by your own strength, when you are led by your own emotions, when you are led by sometimes the family that you come from, when you are sometimes led by your certificate. These are all not bad. But when you let these things lead you so that God doesn't have any placement in your life, ladies and gentlemen, it will turn out to be shame. Look at the scriptures in the book of Isaiah chapter 30, verse 1 to 5. Isaiah 30 and reading from verse number 1 to 5. To be led by the Spirit means that you are connected back to the source of originality so that your relevance can be seen in life. Don't think that this is how, oh well, you know, as for me, if I get what, um, if I'm able to cater for myself alone, I'm fine. No, that is not what God made you. There are many destinies that are connected to you. Sometimes I tell people, if I didn't respond to the clarion call of God, I will never have known Prince. Jemima, you will never have known Prince. There are many things that wouldn't have happened. There will never probably have been Holy Hill Chapel, Tennessee in this place. But there are many destinies that are connected to you. When you get connected back to the source, they begin to see light. So that if even because of you, you are not interested in being led by the Spirit of God for the sake of posterity and generations yet unborn, one day, they must wake up and say, thank God for our great-grandmother Desiree. Thank God for our great-grandfather Afolabi. Thank God for our great-grandfather, somebody, put your name there. But it can only happen when you are connected to the source. You see, what makes people, listen, what makes life reversed, or for that matter, what makes issues in life reversed and, and, and histories are not repeated is our connectivity to the Spirit of God. Otherwise, please listen, otherwise, the probability of you repeating family history is 101%. You will not decide to repeat family history, but it is a trend that is being policed. So it is only when you are led by the Spirit that you are rerouted. Otherwise, everybody will go through that lane. You see, Listen, listen, watch me. <laughs> watch me. Now, the street, this broad street over here was, was, was made by a bulldozer. And then when the bulldozer paved the way, then other tracks and then other machinery followed and then it carved the way. So, whether you like it or yes, if you are going towards Memorial Boulevard, you have to take this route. You, you cannot be driving through the side. Do you understand? So there is a certain route that once you come from a certain, a certain group, you, you, naturally, you are supposed to follow. What will make your route different is the one that is leading you. When the flesh is leading you, you will go through that same route. So he said that, Woe to the rebellious children, say the Lord, that take counsel, but not of me. And that cover with the covering, but not of my spirit. That they may add sin to sin. Verse 2, we are reading all the way to 5. That walk to go down into Egypt. And they have not asked at my mouth. Oh, Franny, I did this business. It was booming. It was doing very well. The way you like business, if you also do it, it is going to work well. Okay, then let's do it. And then you go to get money. Sometimes a loan. You sink it in. And the moment you sank the loan in, all of a sudden, they say that the business is no more booming. Now you begin to curse the witches from your background. They were not there. Listen, 
you, you walk down to Egypt without asking at the mouth of the Lord. What made David so powerful in life was because every decision that David took, he consulted the Lord. He was so connected to the source of God that it didn't matter. Even if his own abilities told him that he was capable of doing it, he would still consult the Lord. He said to strengthen themselves in the strength of Pharaoh, in the strength of human wisdom, in the strength of human knowledge. Man of God, are you saying that if I say that, I can make it, that it is wrong? No, I'm not saying that. You have to encourage yourself. But I'm saying that when you say I can make it, understand that the source of you making it is not in you. So the things that are happening around you will not affect you. The only time things happening around you affect you is when you begin to think that you are you on your own. But when you know that you are being led, when you know that you are being led, you will go through the valley of the shadow of death. You will come out. When you know you are being led, you go through the fire. It will not singe you. When you know you are being led, you go through the waters. It will not drown you. And I'm talking to people that are going to be led by the Spirit. And people that are being led by the Spirit. You will go through that sickness. Maybe it will not have any effect on you. I'm telling somebody that the enemy may raise up a standard against you. But the Spirit of the Lord will come against it in the name of Jesus. Because you are being led by the Lord. One day, I was holding my son's hand. And we were walking. And then, cool. When I was working with Bishop, he was just a little boy. All of a sudden, he tripped. When he tripped, he didn't fall. Why didn't he fall? Because I was holding his hand. If you are being led by the Spirit of the Lord, he's holding your hand. It doesn't matter what happens, you won't fall. Say, I won't fall. Say, I'll be restored. Can I, believe, can I believe God with somebody here who feels I'm so far away? May the Lord bring your restoration again and may the Lord cause you to sing a new song and may your mouth be filled with a new song. He said, when the Lord turned the captivity of Zion, when the Lord turned the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dreamed. Then was our mouth filled. When you are connected to the Lord, every captivity will be turned and turned again. And I pray for the church online and in-house. May the Lord turn that captivity around in Jesus' name. Shout a believing amen. They have not asked at my mouth. They go down to Pharaoh to strengthen themselves and to trust in the shadow of Egypt. Sometimes the things we trust in are only a shadow. Sometimes the things we are afraid of and my knees are only a shadow. Do you know, Malik, that the shadow of something always looks bigger than the thing itself? Check it. The shadow of something always looks bigger than the thing itself. I can put a pin as an opaque object in light. The shadow it will cast, it will look like a huge tree. So if you look at the shadow, you will not be able to make the journey. Because the shadow will be bigger than what it is. That is why the Bible said that, Yedro, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You don't walk through death. You walk through the valley of the shadow of death. It shall not harm you. You shall not be consumed by it. And I'm prophesying over the life of somebody. You shall not be taken out by it. Because it is only a shadow. And a shadow is a falsely amplified version of the original. 
A shadow is always a falsely amplified version of the original. You may see some traits. It may look like, but it is not. It is only a shadow. It is only a shadow. But how can you be empowered? Except you are connected. Except you are led by the Spirit. And then he said, look at that. To trust in the shadow of Egypt. Verse number 3. Somebody is daring you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Whose I am and whom I said. May that attack by fire back to Sendak. Somebody has said to you that as long as they live, you will not see the glory of the Lord. May that backfire and boomerang back to sender in the mighty name of Jesus. On Friday, one of our members online was sharing a very powerful testimony with me. How, can you imagine? She was, I was at her wedding anyway. Some years back, many years back, she's called Karen. She's in Ohio. The day before her wedding, the day before your wedding, every, all your friends, all your family members know that you are married. Except this is a strange marriage. Hallelujah. And all of a sudden, and especially from Africa, it is a big thing. Oh. I'm telling you, marriage from Africa is a big, big, big thing. And all of a sudden, one of her aunties came around 3 p.m., 4 p.m., and then came straight to the mom and said, Hey, Ajwa, so tomorrow is Karen's wedding going to come on? You see that you are saying, ah. If you are from Africa, you understand what I'm talking about. He said, hey, so tomorrow is Karen's wedding coming on. And the mother said, ah, what kind of strange question is this? We have been doing this preparation for months. And now you are asking. Listen, the lady was very late to the wedding. We, nobody understood it. She said, when the auntie left, around 2 a.m. in the night, when she went to sleep, all of a sudden, a strange stomach upset. She couldn't raise herself. She couldn't do anything. From 2 a.m. all the way to 1 p.m., she felt like she was dying. They had prayed all the prayer. And then, my bishop's mother, she's a very elderly woman. She said, bring me Karen. Listen very well. You see, you have to be led by the Spirit. And then this elderly woman, Mama Brefi, she prepared a certain local dish. It is called eto. She prepared it and then put an egg on and then prayed on it and said, Karen, eat this food. She said, when she finished eating it, the stomach upset left. To be led by the spirit. She's like a prophetess. Do you understand what I'm saying? So she came to the wedding a bit late and people were grumbling. Eh, it is your wedding. She was really late. <laughs> it is your wedding and you have come so late. They didn't know that the woman was under attack after one person has said, so is the wedding coming on? You got to be led, though. The world is a wicked place. When we are talking about some of these things, don't think that, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about maybe working and then praying 24 on 7 or fasting every day of the day, of the week, or do, no, 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 or carrying the Bible on top of your head. To be led by the Spirit means to become who God wants you to become as a result of your connectivity to the Lord. That is what changes things. You are not supposed to be afraid of witches. Witches are supposed to be afraid of you. The last time, didn't I explain it here? How many of you have seen a ghost walking on the earth and then you saw the ghost and then the ghost was coming to you? Even people that have, have seen spirit, the moment they see the spirit, you see that the spirit will vanish because it is illegal for spirits to meet you and still stand. 
So is it illegal for devils to meet you and stand? But they can meet you and trouble you because you are not connected to the source of power. Praise the name of Jesus. But from today, that is changing in Jesus' name. I said it is changing in Jesus' name. Therefore, look at that. Therefore shall the strength of Pharaoh be your shame. And the trust in the shadow of Egypt, your confusion. Now you get to the place, and then Sharon, Dickness Sharon, you realize that, hey, the thing is not the, real, the reality. It is only a shadow. Meanwhile, what you were supposed to carry, you hid it somewhere because of the shadow. Now you get there, and it is too late to go for it. From today, you walk in power. From today, you walk as an original person in the power of the Lord. Verse number four. So this is still under those that are being led by man or the arm of flesh. For his princes were Azoan, and his ambassadors came to Hanes. Verse 5. They were all ashamed of a people that could not profit them, nor be an help nor profit, but a shame and also a reproach. This scripture is talking about what happens, Esther. When you, when you give yourself unto things to lead you instead of allowing the Lord to lead you. Now, the second group of people or the second batch of leadership is those that are being led by the devil himself. Jesus called it the father. Now, in John chapter 8, verse 44 to 45, Jesus said, you are of your father, the devil. You are of your father. His deeds will you follow. So there are those that are being led by the devil themselves. And please, listen. For the sake of online and then in-house members, anybody that consults mediums, that consults stars, that consults psychics, don't think that, oh, I was only going to know what is going to happen so that I can know the direction of my life. Isaiah chapter 45 and verse number 13. Look at Isaiah 45 and verse number 13. If you want to know what is going to happen to you, ask the Lord. Isaiah 45. No, start from verse number 11. Look at verse 11. Isaiah 45, verse 11. Thus saith the Lord, the Holy One of Israel and his maker, ask me, not stars. Prince, what is your star? Amen. Aha, uh -huh. the right word is horoscope, right? Uh -huh. You know what you are pretending. <laughs> horoscope. He said, ask me of things to come concerning my sons and concerning the work of my hands. Command me. Listen, whatever you want to know, ask the Lord. Try it and then see if he will not talk to you. There are many times I've asked the Lord concerning certain things and concerning certain people. Then all of a sudden, the lines began to fall in place for me. And sometimes the Lord literally opens my eye and then I see it. And I said, my goodness, How? Ask me. Give me the verse number 11 again. This is the Lord speaking. Thus saith the Lord, the Holy One of Israel and his maker, ask me of things to come concerning my sons. Don't be led by devils by going for palm reading. It is not just a palm reading. It's a lifelong connectivity. You are allowing the devil to begin to operate and monitor your life. You will never know. Listen, once they look through your palm like that and they begin to tell you lies, from that day, they begin to look into your life. Any good thing, they can just scatter it. 
close your eyes. Let me pray a certain prayer before I continue. I'm not done. Father, in the name of Jesus, in any way that anybody here or online may have consulted certain mediums, may have consulted certain things, that may have caused, Lord, a monitoring of our lives in the blessed and mighty name of Jesus. Let that demonic mirror be shattered. I can't hear your believing. Amen. Let that demonic orchestration and astral projection be shut down in Jesus' name. Let that tower of monitoring and that tower of transmitting information about you to the world of the enemy, let it be brought down in Jesus' name. May the angel of the Lord carry a sword and dismantle it in Jesus' name. From today, you will not be monitored again. I said from today, you will not be monitored again. May the hand of the Lord rest upon you. And may God show you favor and kindness. In Jesus' blessed and mighty name. Somebody shout me a believing amen. So, how? And then, of course, the third people are those that are being led by the Spirit. Which John, chapter 1, verse 10 to 13. John, chapter 1, verse 10 to 13. Now, the good thing about all these three is that you decide... Which one must lead you? John chapter 1, verse number 10 to 13. Quickly. He was in the world, and the world was made by him. And the world knew him not. Verse 11. But he came to his own, and his own received him not. Verse 12. But as many as received him. So it is a personal choice. As many as desire to be connected, it is an individual choice. Okay, my wife is connected, so I'm connected. No. My father is connected, so I'm also connected. No. It is an individual choice, Esther. When you desire, and when as many as receive him, to them gave he the power to become connected as sons of God, so that they can now take effect of their lives and of the world so that the endless expectation of the creation which awaited the manifestation of the sons of God can be effectualized. May the Lord give us that connectivity mind from today in Jesus name. Hallelujah. It is only when we are connected back that we will be empowered. By the way what is empowerment? When I talk of being empowered, what does it mean? To be empowered is to be is to be a decision maker in the affairs of life. Job chapter 22 verse 28. He says, on that day, Kimli, you shall decree a thing and it shall be established. To be empowered means you are an abiding decision maker on earth in the affairs of men. You say it and it happens. I gave you the scripture in Acts chapter 27. When you go home, try and then read it. Where a man that was a prisoner told them, he said, eat because nobody would die. Before then, for 14 days, nobody had been eaten because they were afraid that they were going to die. Others were thinking, if I die, who is going to marry my husband? They were thinking, what about my business? Hey, I didn't give my password to my wife. What is going to happen? How about all my investment? Somebody say, mercy Lord. <laughs> I heard a story, Malik. Of a man and a wife who were in an aircraft and there was turbulence. And the aircraft, the, the pilot said, ladies and gentlemen, at this point, we have done everything. The two engines have shut down. And we don't know what is going to happen. So everybody pray to your God. Then the man said, 
Sister says, I want to confess. I don't want to go to a, I don't want to go to meet God with all my sins. And then he began, he began confess. He said, I've done this. I've done that. The wife said, hey! So you've done all these things? He said, yes. When he finished, he said, let me also confess my own. Since you have confessed and we all know that we are going to die. We don't want to appear before God. She also confessed. Said, I also did this. I was the one that was responsible for the burglary. That they came to rob you so that I could get it. Because you are too much of a stingy man. So I organized the robbery against you. Hey! Hallelujah! When they finished and then they prayed. The pilot said, to the glory of God. The two engines are not working. Trouble. Trouble. Hey! For the rest of the journey, nobody spoke to anybody. So everybody was thinking, so, hey! Hallelujah. <laughs> to be in the affairs of life. To be empowered means you are in the affairs of life. He said, you shall also decree a thing and it shall be established unto you so that the light shall shine upon your ways. From today, your words will be valuable. And it will be validated. Do you know? Do you know, Micah? Do you know that there are some people when they hold press, the press meeting right now, in a matter of seconds, if I'm not even press meeting, when they tweet, in a matter of seconds, you will see the number of people that will be following and saying this and then broadcasting. And major news are just waiting for one word from them. When you operate in the stock market or on the um, stock business, <laughs> people's statements change everything. Somebody can say one thing. All stocks will drop. You'll be there. I am talking about being empowered by the Lord to lead. So much so that your words become laws on the land. When Ukraine had a problem, they didn't call countries. They made a phone call to an individual called Elon Musk. He changed their disposition. To be empowered means that you have what it takes to bring solution to the affairs of men. That will be your story in Jesus' name. I will not forget the story and the testimony of Desiree. When all of a sudden, every time that her sister was under attack, they rushed her to the hospital. Every time, they rushed her to the hospital. This time, when it happened, she, we had just finished a Friday prayer. She said, no, 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 no. Wait for me. Let me come. <laughs> Wait for me. Let me come. I told the story of Archbishop Benson in the house of Blessed Memory. Who went about saying that, who is dead here? And he started moving from house to house until 4 p.m. when he found a dead person. When I said it, Connor took the word literally. He started driving on the street. I said, Connor, where are you going? He said, I'm looking for somebody who is sick. To pray. You'll be there. I am talking about being empowered. You see, sometimes eh, we hear the word, we don't practice it. So we don't see the power of God. What brings the power behind the spoken word is the doing, the action. That is why one of our prayers is that, Lord, give us the grace to receive, to understand, and to do. Because it is in the doing that the power is manifested. Hallelujah. Shall decree a thing and it shall be established. To be empowered is to be a binding decision maker in the affairs of life. To be empowered, number two, is to set others free who are held in the bondage of the affairs of life. When we say you are empowered, it means you have been set up in order to set others free. 
Exodus chapter 11 and verse number 3. Moses ran away from Egypt. But when Moses had an encounter with the Lord in Exodus chapter 11, in Exodus chapter, in Exodus chapter, um, sorry, in Exodus chapter 2, verse 15, Moses ran away from Pharaoh and from the land of Egypt and he went to hide himself in a desert. And ladies and gentlemen, in that desert, he had an encounter with the power of the Lord and he was empowered. And in the same Exodus chapter 11, this same Moses, who had run away from Pharaoh and from the land of Egypt, went back to Egypt and told them, that saith the Lord, let my people go. Sometimes, listen, the thing that has traumatized you and brought you a lot of pain and a lot of tears, it is still waiting for you to bring others out. Sometimes we go through things in order for others that are following us not to go through sometimes certain things happen our way so that we can build resistance and stamina against the fear of it and we will be able to disarm it in the lives of people who are yet to go through it and I'll pray for somebody today in the name of Jesus anything that you have gone through that looked like it was to overwhelm you from today and I'm talking about from right now I said from today may your fear be upon it in Jesus name when the Lord was sending Moses back to Egypt, he said, I will put the fear and the dread of you over Pharaoh. Look at that. Exodus chapter 3, sorry, chapter 11 and verse number 3. The same Moses, Jonathan, who fled from the presence of Pharaoh and the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Moreover, somebody say moreover. The man Moses, who before had run away from the land was a great person, was very great in the land of Egypt in the sight of Pharaoh's servant and in the sight of all the people. Say, it is my portion. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So how do I be led? What does it mean to be led by the Spirit? I give you three points. Number one, it means to return to your original source of sustenance. It means to return to your original source of sustenance. It means to get back to where God placed you in creation. And where did God place you? In him. Bible said that in him we live and move and have our being. You cannot be without him. Just like a fish cannot be without water. Just like a tree cannot be without the ground. So can you and I not be without the Lord. Anytime we come out of the Lord, we have come out of direction. We have come out of the leadings of the Lord. The leadings of the Lord are enshrined in his leadership. When you remain in the place that he has placed you, he leads you. May the Lord lead us in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Galatians chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. Galatians chapter 4, and verse number 6 to 7, quickly. He says that, And because you are sons, God has set forth his spirit in his son. Sorry, the spirit of his son. Into your heart, so that you can cry, Abba, Father. And then verse number 7. Wherefore are you no more a servant? Before we were servants. When you return to the source of originality, when you get connected back to the Lord, 
He said that you are no more a servant. But you are now a son. Why? Because when you get connected back to the source of your originality, the Lord puts his spirit upon you. When you receive him, he gives you the power to become. When you return to the source of originality, the Lord gives you the spirit to become the sons of God. So that you can cry, Abba, Father. He said, but you are now a son. And if you are a son, then are you a heir of God through Christ. Then would your words be very effective on the earth. Lord, I pray from today. May our words be effective in Jesus' name. May our prayers be effective in Jesus' name. Number two, what does it mean to be led by the Spirit? Number two, it means you are governed or you are controlled and instructed by the Spirit of God. You are governed or you are controlled and instructed by the Spirit of God. Not by your emotions. Not by your desires. You desire for this, so you go have it. No. Amen. You have what the law says you must have. Sometimes I think that believers must live as though we were in prison. Yeah. Even though we are free, intentionally, because that is what Paul said. He said, I set my mind. I, you, you, it, it is something that you got to do intentionally. Amen. Because when you are in jail, you don't get all that you want. It is what is prescribed for you that you have. And if we will come to that point, then will we only have real liberty in our minds. And we can be able to operate freely in the power of God. The reason why sometimes we are not able to operate fully is because the Lord sometimes cannot trust us with the full power. Because we are very erratic. We are very erratic. We can be, oh Lord, I am with you. All of a sudden, by the time the Lord will turn, where are you? You are far away. The Lord said, this girl, if I give her all that she's looking for, she will die prematurely. So that the Lord looks at us and he said, hey, how long would this my son be on and off? And then, because you see, listen, listen, watch me. What the Lord gives you, is what will attract the enemy. It's not you. There is nothing about me that will attract the enemy. There is nothing about you that will attract the enemy. It is what the Lord puts in you that makes you valuable. Bible calls it the treasure in earthen vessel. And darling, that is the reason why the enemy will come after you. So the more God puts in you, the more the enemy comes after you. But if you are in the Lord, if you are connected to the Lord, he can trust you with everything. Because it will not be you that will defend it, but it will be he in whom you are that will defend it. Did, did it make sense to you? Yeah. When children are in a home, they are protected by the parents. The moment they go out, it is a matter of Lord help them. In the same way, when we are connected, the Lord preserves whatever he gives us. It is when we go out, then the enemy can be able to come after it. But that will not be your story in Jesus' name. Exodus 23 and verse number 2. Look at Exodus 23 and verse number 2. So I'm saying that the second point is that to be led by the Spirit is to be governed or controlled and instructed by the Spirit. Not what is happening. 23.2. You shall not follow a multitude to do evil. Let the Lord lead you, not the multitude, the multitude of your emotions, the multitude of what is happening. Oh, man of God, 
As for this one, it is, it is, it is, it is a fact. It is happening. We know, but ladies and gentlemen, when the Lord leads you, a fact doesn't become the truth. There is a difference between the fact and there is a difference between that and the truth. The truth controls the fact. And what is written is the truth. The fact is what you are going through. But what is written is the truth. And the truth nullifies the fact. Sometimes you go to the court and then the lawyers will be giving the fact. And uh, the fact that he was here at this time means that he, kept, he probably did it. It is a fact that you were there. But the truth is that you didn't do it. So the, 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 the fact that it is a fact doesn't make it truth. Hallelujah. Did you see that? You shall not follow the multitude to do evil. Neither shall you speak in a cause to decline after many to rest judgment. Don't say that everybody is doing it. So it is good. And I said something that I keep saying. Jada. That we were not called to be liked by all. We were called to be loved by one. When you are loved by one. One with God. Is forever the majority. Hallelujah. Number three. By the way. We are governed or we are controlled and instructed by the word of the Lord. And by the voice of the Lord. It is by the word and the voice of the Lord. And finally, number three. What does it mean to be led by the spirit? It means to set your mind on the things above. This is so very important to me. Romans chapter 8 verse 5 to 9. To be led by the spirit, ladies and gentlemen, is to set your mind on the things above. Romans chapter 8, reading from verse number 5 to 9. He says that, For they that are after the flesh will mind the things of the flesh. If you are being led by the flesh, it is the things of the flesh that will lead you. Amma. You'll be surprised that God will be speaking to you. Do this thing. Do that thing. You say, no, 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 no. When I consider the economic parameters... And I consider the social circumstances. And I listen to the news. This and that and that. But ladies and gentlemen, listen. You will never fail if you follow the directions of the Lord. Set your mind on the things above. Sometimes, Prince, sometimes where you will be huh, and where the Lord is telling you about, they will not be the same. Because sometimes where you are and where the Lord is talking about is so far. Except you set your mind, look at me, look at me, watch me, watch me. Except you set your mind on things above, you'll be considering the things on the ground. So listen, sometimes eh, when the Lord tells you, watch me for a moment. When the Lord tells you, I'm taking you to where Afolabi Christopher is. And then you begin to set your mind on the things on the ground. You will not go because maybe there is a valley here. Maybe there is a mountain here. Maybe there is fire here. Maybe there is a bomb here. Maybe there is this obstacle there. Maybe there is it. So you are here. The Lord said, I am taking you here. Because the Lord always declares the end from the beginning. The reason why you got to set your mind, Felicity, on the things above is because when the Lord talks to you, there are impediments in the way. There are issues in the way that will confront and contend the word and try to make it null and void. But when you set your mind on things above, 
Do you know that when your mind is set on things above, you don't even see what you are on. And when you lift your leg, instead of it to hit an obstacle, the Lord puts it on top of the obstacle. And the obstacle becomes a stepping stone. People that set their mind on the things above, the things that are supposed to become hindrances become stepping stones. Ladies and gentlemen, I see the God of miracles. That sickness is becoming a stepping stone for a miracle. That delay, that delay, that delay is going to bring you a mountain-shaking, mountain-top testimony that will draw many people to the Lord. Any situation that you found yourself in, I speak as a prophet of God and I say that, let it change and turn around for your good in Jesus' name. I release special grace by the power of the Holy Spirit as the Lord leads you. May you set your mind on things above in order not to concentrate on the things of the flesh. Look at it. For they that are after the flesh, they do mind the things of the flesh. Don't set your eyes on the things on the ground. They will be there. Whether we like it or yes, they will be there. That is why he said that set your mind on things above. Please, you understand it. So you set your mind on things about. Now look at it. For they that are after the flesh, they that set their mind on their certificate, on their salary, they that set their mind on how intelligent they are or otherwise, they that set their mind on how difficult people are saying the exam is, or how pe- oh, one of our ladies online, Mami Sewa, shared a very powerful testimony with me yesterday. The husband is in the country, but was undocumented for many years. They did everything. And listen, seven lawyers told them point blank that don't even try it. When you try it, he'll be deported. They, seven astute immigration lawyers, they said don't even try to get him documented. He will, they will immediately deport him. And then he threw a challenge to God. And then he said, you know, Mami Sawa, yeah, you can ask her. Yesterday, she shared it with me, and we were all crying. And she said, Lord, if truly you are the God of miracles, and all these testimonies I keep hearing are true, then turn this disposition of my husband. So now, they went to another lawyer, and then the lawyer told them that, if you try it, he said, we want to try it. So now, they did everything. Now, when they did everything, and the day of interview came, now listen to what happened. The man went for the interview. That was when we were doing intercessory prayers last week. He went for the interview. Before he went for the interview, Mami Sewa said, I began to pray for people that I know are not documented, that are believing God for their documents. Because that was the direction that came. Now, please don't miss me here. So she prayed. And then the husband said, well, it is you that threw the challenge to God. So pray as I go for the interview. Now, so they are in Virginia. So the woman prayed. And then when she prayed, all of a sudden, the man went for the interview. The man got there. And the immigration officer that was supposed to interview him, when the immigration officer saw him, he became so angry. Not because of him, but something that had happened precipitated anger. And the man said, I won't interview anybody today. And it was his turn. So he said, why don't you finish with me? He said, I said I won't interview anybody today. What is your problem? And then immediately they called. They placed his um, he, they placed his call on the next available um, interviewer. 
And then somebody from North Carolina, they are in Virginia. I want you to listen. When you set your mind on things up below, how you can lose your miracle. All of a sudden, they called the, the, the places, um, his interview in the system. And then he had a, um, a video call interview with an immigration officer in, Veg um, in North Carolina. So, he was an elderly man. When the man appeared on the screen and he saw him, he said, um, he mentioned, he said, Mr. So-so-and-so, -so -so, I just got your document. Um, I have not had much time to go through. If you want to use the restroom, give me the next five to ten minutes. I'll go through your documents and then I'll have the meeting. Do you want to uh, use the restroom? Do you want to get coffee? Somebody that I come for immigration interview. They're asking you, do you want to have coffee? Do you want to have this? So he said, within the 10 minutes, he was just sitting there. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey. It is a matter of decision. Because after that, it is either they are deporting you or whatever. Now listen to the God of miracles. After seven minutes, the man came back on the screen. He said, Mr. So-and-so, well, I'll peruse through your documents. Um, congratulations. That was all. He said, congratulations. Wait. I have not finished. You are not going to be given green card. You have been approved for citizenship. When we are talking about supernatural, you got to believe it. You got to believe these things. We did, we did Wednesday. How many of you were here? We did that supernatural service on Wednesday. When we were done, we were just closing. The Lord said, let everybody bring anything that relates to his money on this. One gentleman, he will be sharing his own testimony. He said, Papa, let, let the testimony finish cooking. We did it on Wednesday. Thursday by 7.20, no, Thursday by 11.25 a.m. He checked his accounts and he had 8,059.57 cents. Believe God, it is, it is not tax uh, no, 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 no. Didn't you hear the testimony of Setuji? He went to the pump. And then, uh, 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 Shayna took over. I have converted it already. Very soon you see me in action. He went to the pump gas, took the, uh, took the pump, put it inside, was going to pay. He saw that the blue light has already ticked. He said, let me try it. He tried it and then, ba 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 Why do you think it a thing incredible? Hey, I have driven with a car with my tank red. Do you remember when we went to Ohio? We went to Cleveland in Ohio. I didn't know that there were villages in America. I'm telling you. <sighs> well, we wash things and we hang it on the line. And our means of transportation is donkeys. I am tired with my naked eye. That's my wife. And so we were driving and then, ladies and gentlemen... I saw that the tank, the tank, we were using LPRB's car, very powerful black car. The tank was on red. Hey! Now I had these children inside. My wife was by my side. We were in the middle of nowhere. Even communication, the network was out. Now what is going to happen? And then I began praying. We had gone for a conference. And then I began praying. And then I checked, I had checked before we lost signal. The next and the nearest gas station. Ladies and gentlemen, it was about 32 miles away. 32 miles away. I said, Lord, either you take us or we take you. 
But at all costs, we are going with you. We will not sleep here. You will not see a car passing. If something, you will see certain people in black with um, their mustache. They have tied it like that, like the Jews. And they are in chariots. Chariots. I said, when can a chariot go and get us gas? In case we are stuck here. We don't have network. And we began praying. And we we began singing. Ladies and gentlemen, I got to the next gas station. When I parked by the pump, the engine went off. It finished just when, don't, listen, don't deny this God of miracles. Just be led by the Spirit and set your mind on things above. If I decided to concentrate on the gas tank, we would have been left there maybe to tomorrow. Maybe to tomorrow. Many people set their eyes on things that are happening. Oh, what are we going to do? You open your fridge, there is nothing in. Don't look into your fridge. Is it food that you want or your fridge? Begin to look at what you're expecting. And look at my age. I've not gotten this. No woman has come. No man has come. No this. Don't set your mind on those things. Set your mind on the God of miracles. Things will happen. This house is a house. When I talk of this house being a house of the supernatural, it means our things will not go the normal way. You mark it. Our things will not go the normal way. People will be here. They will need surgery. They will not go for surgery. That sickness will go away. Look at the Sharon. They told her that the minimum that you can even be on your on, on, on yourself to sit down was around how many weeks? They said how many weeks? 16. How many weeks has it been? How many weeks is it now? Ladies and gentlemen, it is supernatural. Listen, it doesn't matter what the devil has said about you. I said, set your mind on things above. Set your mind on the testimonies that you have heard. Don't set your mind on the report from the doctors. Don't set your mind on what your boss told you. Don't set your mind. Hey, listen, one more thing that has to do with setting our mind on the things on the ground is setting your mind on the mistakes that you made. Sometimes the devil tells you because of that thing, that is why you are in this condition. Don't set your mind on that. Set your mind on the things above. That I am the redeemed of the Lord. That I am the purchased of the Lord. Don't set your mind on how people know you. For wherefore know we no man after the flesh. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse number 16. Wherefore know we no man after the flesh. For if anybody be in Christ, he is a new creature. For if anybody be in Christ, we have known Christ after the flesh. Yet now henceforth know we him no more. Don't know anybody after his mistakes. Don't know yourself after your errors. You tried it, it didn't work. Don't say that it is like that with me. It is not like that with you. Because you now have the God of the supernatural with you. Shout and say it is well with me. Come on, shout and say it is well with me. Rise up on your feet in the name of Jesus. Say it is well with me. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Lord, help me to set my mind on things above. Lift up your voice. Help me to set my mind on things above. Help me to set my mind. Lord, on things above, lift up your voice.
in the name of Jesus, lift it up unto the Lord. Father, I want you to pray. Please pray. Please pray. If you believe in the message that came, forget about what you have heard. Forget about what has been told you. I said, my Mr. Wise husband, seven lawyers, sir, seven lawyers told him, they said, this is your case. It is not probable. Seven astute lawyers. When the supernatural comes in, forget about what human beings have said. That is Jemima's auntie. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. You are the testimony of my daughter Elizabeth. Assess. Healed. Don't doubt God. Don't doubt God. Lift up your voice. Lord, I will not set my eyes on the things on the ground. To be led by the spirit. You don't have to set your eyes on the things that are happening. But set your mind on the things above. Lift up your voice. In the next two minutes, begin to pray. Begin to pray. Is there a situation that looks impossible? Is there a situation that looks far from happening? In the name of Jesus, to be led by the Spirit is to be connected to your original source. Where you are being led by the Lord, where you are taking instructions and caution and governance from the Lord, so that, ladies and gentlemen, you begin to operate in your realms and in your element. From today, in the name of Jesus, may the power of the Lord make us relevant. May the power of the Lord make us relevant. May the power of the Lord make us relevant. Lift up your voice online, in-house. May the Lord visit you. You are watching us online from all the nations of the world. We are coming to you from the ground of the supernatural. May the God of the supernatural visit you in Jesus' name. Let that sickness die. Let that condition be over. In the name of Jesus, may God give you a miracle. That exam, you will pass it. That healing is your portion. That marriage is yours. Those children are yours. That court case, you win it. That healing, take it in Jesus' name. This is the house of the supernatural. When we are connected back to the source of originality, our relevance, our power, our import begins to work out. The Lord will do you good. I said the Lord will honor you. The God of this commission will showcase you. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it in Jesus' name. Any situation that has been said, it is not possible. I see the God of possibilities making it possible. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive that miracle. Receive that testimony. Receive that empowerment. Receive that glory. That testimony. Take it in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Shabara Sekabadabayak. Madabadebaya. In the name of Jesus. I'm going to pray. I remember the testimony of my son Cole. He was on the phone with Connor. He said, That is bad news. I said, The God of this house, the God of the supernatural, will turn the case around. It was a Sunday. It didn't even get to Monday. The situation was turned around. Ladies and gentlemen, when we hear testimonies, it is supposed to set our mind on the things above so that we can dominate the things on the ground. When you set your mind on the things on the ground, it will overwhelm you because they are many and you can't do anything about them. It will let you forget who is holding your hand. Bible said that they looked up to him and their countenances were not put to shame. When you set your mind on the things above, you will not be put to shame. 
I pray for somebody. It doesn't matter the news that you have heard. It doesn't matter the things that you have received. The situation is changing. I Come on, come on, come on. I can't hear you. I said the situation is changing. That condition is turning around. The God of the supernatural is visiting you. I am I'm not talking about next year. I am talking about this month. I am talking about this, this week. I am talking about this very year. It will not pass you by. My God will not pass you by. My God will not pass you by. Receive a touch from heaven. Receive a touch from heaven. In the blessed and mighty name of Jesus. Let God be glorified. Let God be honored. Let God be adored. In the blessed and mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say with me. Say, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I decree and I declare, I will not be put to shame because I'm connected back to source, back to my position of originality, where God governs me and where the Holy Spirit leads me. I set my mind on things above. I don't see what is happening around me? What is happening to me? What is being said? I only hear the report of heaven. Ah, I only hear the statement of heaven. I will not be put to shame. I will not be disgraced. From today, I am blessed and empowered in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody begin to celebrate the goodness of the Lord. Somebody in house and online celebrate the goodness of the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise, we give you glory now, online and in house as we are standing. In case you are not born again, listen, ladies and gentlemen, it is not about your past or your present, it is about the future. When you get connected, I'm talking about getting connected to the source of power in order for you to be relevant, in order for me to be relevant. Our relevance is not of us, but of our connectivity to the Lord. Maybe you are not born again. You got to connect to the Lord. So maybe you are in-house or you are online. It is just a simple thing, but so powerful. The simplicity of getting connected back to the original source is just like I showed you. Just take the plug and connect it back. Just come to the Lord and say, Lord, forgive me all my sins. I receive you as my Lord and personal Savior. In case you are here or you are online and you want to have a relationship with the Lord, just say this prayer with me and mean it. Say, dear Lord Jesus, with my heart, please, I want you to say it with conviction. Say with my heart, I believe you came to die. And you paid all the price for my sins with my heart. I believe and I receive your salvation gift. With my mouth, I confess that Jesus is Lord over my life. From today, I am born again to the glory of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody celebrate. 
Celebrate the gift of salvation. Celebrate the multitude that have been saved. The mighty name of Jesus. Father, we decree and we declare that our week is blessed. Our going out is blessed. And our coming in is blessed. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Shalom and Kairos. It will not fail in the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody say, I receive it. And say, I believe it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Take your seat in heavenly places. Hallelujah. Quickly, ladies and gentlemen. Father, bless us and honor us in Jesus' name. Amen. Quickly, on the prayer line, we'll be on at 3 a.m. tomorrow morning. And of course, at 12 p.m. This week will be a very good week for you. Tomorrow, about this time, watch the time. It is now 12.30 p.m. Tomorrow, about this time, you have a good news. You mark it. Take a picture of your life today. Tomorrow, about this time, you will have good news. You mark it. Amen. Now, I want you to lift up an offering unto the Lord online. God bless you for sharing. Hallelujah. Lift up an offering unto the Lord. Glory to Jesus. We have our giving portal online. The Lord will surely bless you. The Lord will surely do you good. The Lord will honor you. And the Lord will lift you up. Say, I believe it. And say, I receive it. Jesus' name. Wherever you are connected from, we are grateful to God for your connectivity. And we celebrate the testimonies of God in your life. Please keep sharing your powerful testimonies with us. And we thank you that you keep sharing. If you are a member of the house, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube and our um, Facebook pages so that we can reach multitude with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. God bless you. Please lift up your offering unto the Lord. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. Receive our offering in Jesus' blessed and mighty name. Amen. Father, please drop it in with joy. Kindly drop it in with joy. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Yes, please drop in your offering. Father, we thank you. Now, I want you to grab your communion as well. As soon as you are done with the offering, if you want to use your card, just go back there and then do it through the cash machine there. We declare the, the sacrifice and the offering blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Please take it in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Please lift up the communion. Make sure our children are also served with a communion as usual. We are receiving supernatural strength, empowerment from our communion. Father, we bless the bread. We receive it with thanksgiving. Bible said that Jesus blessed the bread. When he broke it, he said, it is my body. 
I want you to break it, receive it as the body of Christ. Let's eat it together. Lift up the cup unto the Lord. We declare the blessings of God over the cup. We decree and declare in Jesus' name that, Lord, everything is working together for our good. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Let's take it together. Quickly, ladies and gentlemen, if today is your first time, we want to welcome you. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> I have some two special, powerful, powerful young men here. Amen. If today is your first time, I want you to quickly join us here. So let me welcome you. Please come, 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 come. Let's give them a clap. Ladies, they are very shy. They are like, they are very shy like me, right? They are very shy like me. Hallelujah. But these are very powerful. Anybody today is your first time again? Docas, is today your first time? Hallelujah. All right. Holy Hill Chapel, let's welcome them. So you want to mention your name to us so that when we see you anywhere, I know that they are part of the Classville Church, but we want to hear their name. Today is your first time here. Amen. I'm here. Nice to meet you all. Hallelujah. Well, he said it's very nice to meeting you all. Hallelujah. And your name? Oh, oh my name is Aaron. Aaron. Hallelujah. That is the chief priest, the high priest Aaron. My name is Trey. I'm just, I'm just glad to be back in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. And the name is Trace, right? Trace. Hallelujah. So we got Aaron and then Trace. And we are glad to have them here. Are you know, happy to have them here? Yeah. Let's pray for them. And they are, they are all in our Classville church. They are in the military, young, upcoming, vibrant men. And these are going to be men of God. Father, bless these wonderful men that you brought here today. Lord, they are part of the Classville Church. Today is the first time they, that they have been here. I pray that your grace will be over them and your glory will be over them. Jesus, blessed and mighty name. Amen. Please, right after service, I'll see you guys. Okay, my conference room. God bless you so much. Trace and then. Let's celebrate them. Can we rise up on our feet? On Thursday, we were having service at the Classville Church. And then a man just walked in. And we said, where are you coming from? He said, in the hotel lobby. He said, I was in the lobby and I heard you people singing. And I couldn't help it and I came. Hallelujah. Is it not powerful? Right? Is it not powerful? Yeah. Father, bless us. Keep us in the mighty and blessed name of Jesus let everyone that came for service today have a special encounter with you. I pray that nobody will be put to shame. And Lord, your glory will bellow upon us. Let this week be a week of testimonies, a week of glory. Let our night of supernatural encounter on this Friday be amazing. In Jesus' mighty name and all services of the week. Jesus, blessed and mighty name. Amen. Let's share the grace of God together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us now and forevermore. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. We shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you. Let's take a prophetic declaration. With long life, full of prosperity and sound health, shall you satisfy me and my household. 
all the days of our lives. Amen.